Tiffany Micah podcast and hi I'm Tiff and welcome to a daily tiff from Tiff. How about that daily tiff from Tiff. Okay so this is from my Reach Your Potential with Tiff daily podcast show and what we're uh, what I want to do with you is I wanted to share with you the episodes from this previous week so what we're what we're looking at is for this week there's um, four episodes and what they were was what the first one was what are you saying to yourself and thinking can really affect everything that you do and the thing that I want you to be aware of when you're hearing this is what are you actually thinking and saying to yourself okay so it's really important that you listen to this because if you want the type of results that you want to create then you got to be really careful on what you're thinking and saying because guess what? The universe can hear you, okay? So make sure you listen to that one. The second thing we talked about throughout the week was why being impatient is not getting you the results that you want. And a lot of people that I come across get so impatient. I believe now that our attention span is less than a butterfly. I read that somewhere um do not quote me on that but that's what i read somewhere so that to me is quite scary that is if that our attention span is less than a butterfly we've really got something to work worry about and the thing is is you know what being impatient won't get you the results and i'm gonna you'll hear in this episode why i spoke about this um about how being impatient can actually kill your results okay so make sure you listen to that that's really important that you become more aware of if you're a very impatient person then you'll understand what's going on and why you're not getting the results another thing i talked about is when you're exhausted should you keep pushing um and i was experiencing that the week before was that i got to a point i went to the gym on a i love going to the gym on a saturday afternoon um just to finish off the week and because i've got this i've spoken about it before but because i've got this shoulder injury i can't actually do yoga which i'm very disappointed about because i love my yoga mentally and physically i'll just love everything about yoga so anyway, I the last few weeks, especially when I've been going to the gym in the afternoon, I've really been um, just working on more on the fitness side of things and so on. And at this point, I became really exhausted. And it was like, should I keep pushing through this exhaustion or what should I do? So um, I talk about you know what's going on for you at that time when you're exhausted should you keep pushing or should you back off or what else could you do to um when you hit that exhaustion exhaustion point what you should be doing with that and this one this one actually was incredibly popular was about being a perfectionist and how that will always hold you back 
And if you are a perfectionist, I really want you to listen to this episode um, that we'll be following because being a perfectionist, I guarantee you, it will hold you back. It'll stop you from taking action because you'll always find a reason why you shouldn't be taking action. So it's really, really important that you listen to this because I'll tell you now, I'll give you a clue. If you are a perfectionist, you're going to set yourself up for failure. So I talk to you and share with you why that is so. So keep doing whatever it is that you're doing and um, listen to these uh, episodes from from the week, uh, the daily tiff, and um, I'll catch up with you at the end of this episode. Did you know that what you are saying and thinking can affect everything that you do? And I want you to think of it this way. If you were to say to yourself, oh, yes, I'm a bad golfer or I'm bad at sport or I'm bad at tennis or I'm bad at cricket or I'm bad at whatever the sport may be, or, you know, I always miss my second shot, I can't hit my driver, um, other other thoughts could be, other things that you say to yourself could be, I don't remember people's names, I always make mistakes, I'm always late. Guess what happens? Well, if you say that you're a bad golfer, well, guess what? You probably are. If you say that you're bad at sport, well, guess what? You probably are. If you say, oh, I always miss my second shot, you know, after you've teed off, well, guess what? You've missed your second shot. If you always say, I can't hit my driver, oh, guess what? You can't hit your driver. If you always say, I don't remember anyone's name, ah, guess what? It's most likely that you don't remember people's names. If you say, oh, I always make mistakes, guess what? Most likely you always make mistakes. If you always say, I'm always late, guess what? You're always late. Right. So what, what actually happens in this is that what our thoughts do is it produces particular feelings and so on, but those feelings then turn into actions and then turn into results, right? So if you're saying to yourself, oh, well, I'm bad at that, well, then, okay, then you feel bad about it too, makes you feel bad. Then the actions that you do, you, you know, you, you most likely don't have lessons or you don't work on it or you don't practice or you keep repeating the same errors all the time. Guess what? the results are going to be not so great either, are they? So my question to you is what type of results are you wanting to create? Do you want to create crappy results or do you want to create great results? And this is where the law of suggestion and comes into it. So in simple terms, if you keep repeating the same phrases over and over again, guess what? you'll believe that it's true, right? So that's the the law of auto-suggestion. You keep saying the same thing over and over again, you're going to believe that it's true. And because you believe that it's true, then you will get the result because you keep repeating it, right? You keep saying the same thing over and over again and you are getting the results that you are talking about. So how can we change it? Well, there's something really simple we can do. For one, (laughs) stop saying those phrases to yourself, right? Spend some time crafting out some new phrases. Now, I talked about this last week um, to stop criticizing yourself and to start putting you on the path, you know, when you've noticed that you're 
putting yourself down, you were going to say, hey, you know, stop saying that. I am awesome, right? So that was step one. So now what we can do is we can do this. Number one, I want you to write down all the negative phrases that you say to yourself. I can't do this and I can't do that and I'm hopeless at this and I suck at that and, okay, whatever those things are. Then number two, I want you to take those negative phrases and I want you to work out how you can turn them into positive phrases, right? So then you'll come up with a list of positive phrases, won't you? So then the third action step that I want you to take is actually I want you to read them aloud every day, right? So this is the power of auto-suggestion, the law of auto-suggestion, right? We want to rewire your thinking so that what you're doing is you're recreating a better way of thinking about yourself. But if you keep saying the same negative phrases to yourself and you keep getting those results, well, hello, There's a reason because you're telling yourself that that is true, right? So we need to rewire your thinking so that we can recreate a better way of how you think about yourself. And I want you to remember this, what you say and what you think, the universe can hear you. And did you know that it will deliver to you what you think and say? So what I want you to do is be aware of what you're thinking and what you're saying because you want positive and better results in your life or in your sport or in your career or in your business, don't you? Then you've got to create better thoughts about yourself. But you know what? If you don't want that, that's fine. Just keep doing what you're doing right now and those results you'll get, you'll just continue to get them. All right? So what would you like to do? I'm sure you'd like to say, yes, Tiff, you know what? I've got to change the way that I'm thinking and the way that I'm saying and speaking to myself. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly repeat what you've got to do. One, and be great if you've got a journal and you can write all these down, take notes when you hear these podcasts because I always want to make sure that you've got some action steps that you can take. So one, write out all the negative phrases that you say to yourself. Two, then rewrite those negative phrases and turn them into positive ones. So how are you going to rewrite them and turn them into positive ones? And then three, this is where the action is big time. You have to read it aloud every single day because you want to auto-suggest, you want to rewire your thinking so that you are creating a better way of thinking about yourself. Now, I've got a question for you today. Are you an impatient person? And if you're nodding your head and going, yes, Tiff, I am so impatient, then this is for you. Now, I see this constantly out on the golf course or the sports field, tennis court, even in the entrepreneur space, I see this. Everyone is impatient, even when people are driving on the road, right? Everyone's impatient. Everyone wants everything to happen now, or sometimes, you know, especially with certain things, we would have wanted to have them to have happened yesterday was just so impatient. Then because it's not happening, you know, because you're so impatient and things are not happening for you and you're not getting the results, then you get even more frustrated, right? So you may even keep working harder and guess what? You probably won't see any changes. 
And then you start thinking about, you know what, why am I doing this? Perhaps I should just give up. And then you say, no, I can't give up. I'm not going to let this beat me. But the cycle keeps happening. You keep repeating the same thing over and over again, but nothing changes. Right? You know, this can happen. I see this all the time on a golf course. I see this frequently. And because I've been working in the golf industry for the last 10 years, I see this, you know, well, sorry, longer than that from, you know, my, my personal playing. But, oh, people are just so impatient, right? And I've spoken about this before. I've talked about doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And people have said to me, you know, over the years, whether it's been tennis or sports skills, working with the kids, you know, in sport and tennis and golf and, and adults and so on, and they go, gee, Tiff, you're so patient. Yes, appearances are very good, aren't they? Yep. And you know what? I appear to be very patient. And I am to a point. Now, but when I was learning golf, if I look back at when I was learning golf, I wasn't very patient at all. I'd get really frustrated, stressed, chuck my clubs on the ground, I'd cry, I'd swear, then I'd swear some more. And then I'd even swear that I'd never play golf again because I was just so frustrated, I was getting impatient. I was like, why isn't this happening? This is so difficult. Right? This is so hard. This shouldn't be that hard right, to learn this. But what I learned was that it wasn't helping me the way I was behaving. It wasn't helping me feeling that way because all I was doing is I was just getting more and more angry. And what does anger do for you? It does nothing, doesn't it? Just, you know, you can just carry on and you know, some people might say you spot little brat or whatever. But what does it do? It doesn't do anything for you. It's not a productive emotion. It's just to get out the frustration. Now, this can happen in anything that we want in our life. And I just use a lot of sports analogies because they're easy to relate to, right? So my question to you is, are you going to continue down this path of being really impatient? And if you've said to me, no, no, Tiff, I am not going to go keep being impatient like I am, this is great. And if you've said, well, I don't know what to do about it, then I've got a very simple strategy for you to begin on. So the first thing that I want you to do is, number one, I always find that if you write things down, it's so much easier so you would have heard me say about getting out a journal yesterday. I, I, I think that that's a really good idea if you, I have them, um, if you have a journal and then you can write things out because you can start to get more clear. I find once you get things out of your head and you see it on paper, you can start to get more clear about things. And especially, you know, I think it's great to actually write versus type because there's just something about the connection between the brain and the hands, you know, just everything flows so much better. So if you do have a journal or you don't have one yet, get it, create one, okay? So number one, I want you to write out why you are so impatient. What is causing you to be so impatient? And write it down in detail. It might be that you're not uh, the golf handicap that you want to be. It might be that you haven't achieved what you've 
want in your life yet. It might be that you're not performing the way out on that you'd like to out on the sporting field, or you you know if you're in a business, the business isn't working the way that you want it to, and you're really impatient about it. You want to get it happening, and you want to you know generate an income from it, and you know whatever it is, write it out in detail why you are so impatient, what's causing you to be so impatient. Okay. Then number two. Now that you can see what the impatience that you have developed and what, why you are impatient and what's causing you to be so impatient, number two, I want you to write out, well, what are you going to do about it? What steps are you going to take and what actions are you going to take? Right? What are you actually going to do about it? Because if you're not going to do anything about it, it's not going to change. So we need to make some changes, right? So what are you going to do? Right, what action steps are you going to take? Number three, now you've got to get to work. You've actually got to start working on it. Right? Work on those action steps. You've written them out. Okay, now it's time to put them in place and start working on it. Then number four, I'll, at the end of each week, I want you to evaluate what's happened. Where are you noticing the improvements? Because you need to see it. Right? You can be doing, 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 but not necessarily you see it until you look back and, and then evaluate, okay, well, what's happened? Have I improved in these areas? Am I less impatient? Am I focused on what I've got to do right now? Because the thing is, is we need to have a plan of what we want. Then we need to take action. Then we need to evaluate and check in and see if we're on track. And I found that with everything that I do. So, and you know, when I was especially... Not so much on tennis because I was, you know, so much younger and I didn't know any of this stuff. <laughs> you know, I was 18, 19 and so on. So I wasn't aware of all of this. This has all developed over the years. But I found that with everything that I have done, especially when I took up golf, it was that was the beginning of, you know, really understanding me a lot more too. Golf's a, a great teacher about life actually. So if you haven't had a go at golf, have a go at golf because you'll really understand who you are once you swing a golf club out on the golf course. Um but also, you know, even with building Reach Your Potential with TIFF, you know, like this is just early days for me, but, you know, it's constant planning, it's constant actioning, it's constant evaluation, you know, to make sure I'm on the, on, on the path, right? So it's no point in being impatient because impatient isn't going to do anything for you. It just makes you angry and frustrated and then what does that just send you into a, a you know, a spinning cycle of a non-productive emotion. So we need to make sure that we're working on moving forward, don't we? Okay, so I'm just going to quickly read these out again for you. In your journal, I want you to write out, one, why you are so impatient and what is causing you to be so impatient. Write it out in detail. Two, what are you going to do about it? What steps, right? What steps are you going to take? What action steps are you going to take? Write it out in detail. Number three, now you've got to take action. Okay, so you've written it, you've identified it, you've written it out, the steps you've got to take. Now it's time to take action. And number four is then you want to evaluate at the end of each week. Well, should you keep pushing yourself if you are exhausted? And do you keep pushing yourself when you're exhausted? Well, my answer to that is no, and I'm going to share with you why. 
So if you're exhausted and you try to keep pushing through the barrier, now there's different types of barriers, by the way, and it will depend on your goals and so on, and there can be varying answers to this. But when you are absolutely exhausted, can you think clearly? Nope, you can't, can you? And when you can't think clearly, what happens? You start making mistakes. What else happens? Especially if you're training, you know, you could get injuries. What else happens when you get injuries? It will put you out even longer, right? So there's things that happen when you're exhausted because you're just not in that, you know, you're not mentally alert, right? You're mentally exhausted and physically exhausted. And if you going if if you insist on going to train and practice change the plan okay of what you're going to do So this is what I'm going to suggest do something lighter and do something easier because mentally you can cope with it better physically you can cope with it better and also you'll feel better because you're still doing something Right? Now you can do this in in other things. This this I'm definitely reply. Um, sorry, talking about sports training and so on, or training at the gym. But you can apply this to anything, right? Anything that you're doing, right? When you're exhausted, you make mistakes in anything, right? So even though that I'm not competing at the moment, I'm going to re-enter the competition, you know, side of things in the future because I feel that it's time and I miss it. But the thing is, is I'm still training, you know, I'm still training reasonably hard. And I just want to share this with you because I want to see if you can relate to this as well. Now, when I go to the gym, like I train at the gym, you know, Monday through to Saturday, pretty much sometimes Sundays. Now, when I go to the gym Saturday afternoons, because I find that that's the nice finish to my work week, especially the past Saturday, I was really mentally exhausted. Like I was just mentally just, I could shut down. And physically, because I felt mentally exhausted, my body was responding that way too. I just didn't feel like I had anything in the tank. And I still had big plans of all this training that I was going to do. You know, I was really going to hit the bike hard and do these intense um, bike drills that I do and, and, uh, you know, and I always start with these, but I have varying bike drills and I don't do the same two drills that I have do, uh, you know, throughout the, the training session, but I, I change it up. And, but before I actually started, before I even got to the gym, you know, I was so tired, like just so exhausted mentally. I was just so drained. And I kept saying to myself, come on, Tiff, you got to push yourself. Come on, come on. You got to push harder. And I was having this battle when I was doing this this um, cycling drill, and I kept saying, "I can't do it, Tiff. I've just there's nothing there. I'm so exhausted. I just can't do it." So anyway, to get to the point, uh, my session only lasted for 15 minutes, you know, and I just had to quit. Now, when I was in a perfectionist mode, and this is from years ago, I would have given myself a really hard time as a Tiff. You know what? you're hopeless, you know, you're a quitter, you know, you're never going to make it, you're never going to get anywhere that you want to go. But, uh, you know, we had a few more years and a few more um, years of experience on there. And I said, you know what, Tiff, it's okay. If this is all you can do, that's fine. Just stop. 
and let's go and do something easier. And because I'm in shoulder rehab, you've probably heard me talk about it before, shoulder rehab at the moment, you know, and I worked on these exercises and I can't do yoga at the moment because of the shoulder, blah, blah, blah. I thought, you know what, just go and do these rehab exercises that you've got to do because I was planning on doing them anyway and they're just, you know, isolated movements that I've got to do. And I thought, well, I'm not doing yoga either and I'm really missing that too because it's just a little bit restrictive in what I can do, you know, with regards to putting any weight on the shoulder and so on. I thought, well, let's just go and do some long stretches and let's do a meditative breathing technique while I was doing the stretches. And you know what? happened I've you know I felt like that was perfect for me at that time and I came out of the gym not as exhausted as when I went in and I felt quite mentally relaxed I felt so much better and even yesterday when I woke up and I caught up with a friend of mine we spent some time down at the beach and had a chat and all of that kind of thing um I just felt so much better you know, but I still took the day off from training yesterday because sometimes I push, sometimes I don't, right? But the thing is, is you've got to listen to your mind and you've got to listen to your body. So there's pushing and there's pushing, but it's going to depend on, you know, where you're at and how exhausted you are. So what I did was then I evaluated, see, that's, you know, I'm constantly working on getting the edge and wanting to improve me, and you may be doing this too. So I wanted to evaluate, okay, well, why was I so exhausted? And why, why did I feel this way? Why did I go through this phase of, you know, I just can't get through this? And it was really because I didn't take Friday off. And now I take Fridays off in the sense of work. I take Fridays off because I work Monday to Thursday, have a like some downtime Friday, and then I work Saturday, and then I have time off on Sunday. But I didn't do that on Friday because my husband was away. Normally I spend time with him when we catch up and so on. And he was away, and I just kept working really hard on the Friday as well. Hence, you know, I found Saturday was quite a tough, tough day. Mentally it was a tough day. I was just so exhausted. So my note to myself was, you know what, Tiff, stick to the plan because you've worked out how to manage yourself, right? So like I said, I work Monday to Thursday, take mental time off on Friday because I, because of what I do, I do a lot of mental work, you know, and obviously recording these podcasts and listening to what people are telling me so that I can give you some really great content and also building Reach of Potential with Tiff and still golf teaching and so on. So... The thing was that I've understood how to manage myself and at the end of the day, this is what it's all about. It's about understanding yourself. It's knowing when to back off. It's knowing when to take a break, right? It's knowing when to plan out a productive week but also plan time off as well because we need to give ourselves time to recover because you know what? If a machine is not maintained, guess what happens to it? It breaks down as well right so we need to make sure that we're really understanding how we operate planning things out throughout the week so that we don't hit that point of exhaustion knowing how to manage ourselves better and knowing when to back off knowing when to take a break right planning some time out so that you have some mental downtime okay we can't always be alert and on song right we all need time to recover that's what sleep's good for too for recovery um but that's what I wanted to share with you today was just to, you know what, it's really looking at how to manage yourself better and if you are exhausted, don't keep pushing, change it up, 
do something lighter. At least you've done something. And then give yourself some mental downtime. Go and do some relaxation or yoga or something in, in a way that you can mentally relax your mind, doing some um, meditation, whatever it is, and, and taking some time out, all right? Complete time out so that you're giving yourself a break, okay? Are you a perfectionist? If you're saying, Tiff, yes, I am a perfectionist, I can relate. Because especially with sport, especially growing up and especially when I started learning to play golf myself, I always worked on being perfect. But the thing was is that putting pressure on yourself to be perfect is an incredibly low standard. I didn't know if you knew that. It was quite interesting. I was listening to a podcast just recently and they were talking about, you know, being perfect is actually a low standard. And the reason for this is, is because if you're not perfect, you will always put yourself down. You will never achieve whatever it is that you've set for yourself. And what does this do? It will always, always, always set you up for failure. Always. And why? This is what I believe. Why? Because this is what was happening to me. Because you will never be good enough. Now, this thing where you'll never be good enough, right, this is a belief, not just a thought, it's a belief. Most likely, it would have stemmed back from when you were a kid. So some event that happened in your life when you were much younger caused you to feel not good enough. You just didn't feel good enough. And then you made the decision in that moment that you weren't good enough. And then it was like a series of other events that had happened throughout your childhood, early adulthood, late um, teenage, uh, you know, when you late as becoming a teenager, turning into an adult, you know, making that shift. Something else happened that, to reconfirm you, to you that, you know what, you're not good enough. So the weird thing that comes up for you that you're striving perf- perfection You will never live up to it because you know what? You're never good enough. Now, I know that I felt this way and I would assume that you may feel this way too. So for me, I can remember my very first um, tournament that I played when I was 10 years old and I played at uh, Sawtell, which is just near Coffs Harbour. I grew up in Grafton. So play this tennis tournament and some kids came up from the city it was quite a big junior tournament and I was winning I was winning I won the first set six love absolutely smashing this girl and then it was like she started to cry because I was smashing her and then I it made me stop right she interrupted my momentum and in that moment I thought what happens if I now give all of my effort and I lose I won't be good enough, right? So what I, I ended up losing that match, by the way, and um, I ended up losing it in the third set. And I justified it in my own mind saying, well, I didn't give it my all then, right? Because I didn't, I didn't want, I was so frightened that I was going to lose if I gave it my all and I lost, then I would reconfirm what I started to think at that age that I wasn't good enough right and then that just continued like it you know as I got older that that thought of never being good enough and so on even though I was striving for perfection I was never good enough of course you were never good enough right so 
what ended up happening was I didn't pursue my ultimate dream that I wanted to become, right, number one tennis player in the world because I didn't believe I was good enough because I wasn't perfect, right? Wasn't perfect. So if you're saying to yourself that you're a perfectionist, why do you believe that this has caused this perfectionism? So I said to you in the beginning of the week, let's get a journal out. Let's start writing some things down. So I've got a few questions here for you because I just wanted to share with you that, you know, as I was getting old, I'm not a perfectionist now. I understand it so much better. I, I look at being mechanically efficient in everything and being the best that I can be in that moment in time versus, you know, trying to be perfect because, uh, you know, it's a low standard. It's always being the best you can be in that moment. But what I want you to do is I want you to get out your journal and I want you to write down this answer to these three questions. So number one, why do I have to be perfect? And I want you to keep asking the question why. Why do you have to be perfect? So whatever your answer is right now, why do I have to be perfect? You might say because you know, I want to be the best. Well then, okay, why do you want to be the best? Because I know that by being the best, I'm going to have the better lifestyle that I want. Okay, well, why do you want the better lifestyle? Because I'm tired of not having enough money. Okay, well, why are you tired of not having enough money? Because we grew up poor. Whatever, right? So you keep asking the question and you'll find that you'll end up getting this really uh, cool answer in the sense of down to the core of really why you have always strived to be a perfectionist. So I'd be interested to know what actually what, what the result is of that answer in that question. So number two is once you've identified it, so for me it was I was never good enough, right? Never good enough. So once you've identified it, what can you do to let go of that feeling of being perfect, right? So what what's the one action step that you could let go of? So for me when I discovered it was my thing about not being good enough, I went, okay, all right. How can I be good enough in this moment? How can I do the best that I can do in this moment? Right? So what what is your action step? Just one. We'll make it easy, right? So just one simple action step that you can do. And then number three, I want you to share with me what that action step is. Okay? So the best way to share it with me is if you come and join the Reach Your Potential with Tiff Facebook group. So I'd love to see you there. So what I do now, though, I just want to share what I do now. So mine was, um, like I said to you, this thing about not being perfect and then, uh, you know, not being good enough and so on. So once I identified it. So what I said to you is my, my action step was then to, okay, well, let's just be the best that I can be in this moment. So I just want to share this little snippet with you of Okay, so my my thing is now, let's do the best thing I can do right now. And if I make a mistake, it's just feedback. And let's learn from the feedback so that we can then improve it. Okay, it's just something really simple. You may want to use that too. But um, you know what? Don't hold yourself back because being a perfectionist will stop you from taking any action. Okay, so let's identify why you have this thing about why you want you need to be perfect so that we can then move forward and you're starting to take action. Okay, just one action step that's actually going to help you, right? So question one, I'll just quickly read them out again. Question one, 
Why do I have to be perfect? Two, once I've identified what it is, how can I let go of it and what is the action step I must take? And three, I've got to share with Tiff what that action step is. Hey there, well, what did you think there? There were some pretty intense things there, wasn't there? Okay, so it's, you know, we looked at what you're saying and thinking and it can really affect what you do. And you know what? It's those thoughts that are going to produce those feelings and those feelings are going to produce actions and those actions are going to produce results. So if you're thinking that you're going to get crappy results, guess what? Everything that you're going to do is going to produce crappy results. But if you want to create great results, everything that you think and do is going to create great results, okay? It's all about this law of suggestion and it's that same thing of repeating the same phrases over and over that if you repeat them enough, you're going to believe that they're true. So if you're saying crappy things to yourself, guess what? Crappy results. If you're saying great things to yourself, guess what? Great results, okay? Um, We also looked at why being impatient is actually going to... Uh, not give you the results that you want and um, I always say that golf is a really great teacher of uh, getting you through being impatient because it is the toughest sport that you're ever going to learn in your life and it's going to show you a lot about you and how um, you operate so the thing is is that we want to be looking at why you're so impatient and what's causing that impatience and Um, because you've actually got four action steps to do there, but we want to identify what's causing this impatience because what I've found too is that, you know, all the big projects, all the big things that you want, they always seem to take a lot longer than what you anticipate. And, and this is where the impatience comes from, but you know what, you've got to work through the process, do your time on it and, um, really get to work. So make sure that you go through those four action steps that I outlined in that episode. Now, when you're exhausted, should you keep pushing? That's um, That was a good question, wasn't it? And a good thing that, that, that came up. And I found that when I was, you know, so exhausted at that point when I was talking about when I was training at the, at the gym and I had this mental battle, should I keep going, should I not, should I keep going, should I not? And I was just like, you know what, there's just nothing in the tank. And I gave it away after 15 minutes in. I went, you know what, just go and do something that's going to be easier, but at least you're doing something's better than nothing. And also um, the fact that I just went and did some stretching and so on later on was really good for me mentally. So I actually felt so much better because I actually um, identified what was going on and I went, you know what, you're just not going to cope with this today. That's fine. Go and do something else. Go and do something that's a bit lighter. Go and do your shoulder rehab. Go and do some stretching. Go and meditate while you're doing your stretching. Worked really, really well. I was much more relaxed and, um, you know, had much more energy and, and so on coming through that. So just be aware of that, you know, just start um, identifying what's going on for you. So if you are feeling exhausted and so on learn how to manage yourself because that's what we always want to be doing because remember we're not a machine machines break down too and they need you know um, a lot of uh, care as well so we need to make sure that we're looking after ourselves okay now this other one uh, this last episode that we looked at is about being a perfectionist and how to always hold you back and how 
you know, if you're have that feeling of that you have to be perfect at everything, you're always going to um, set yourself up for failure because the thing is, is that you'll never be good enough. Okay, so you want to be aware of that is like if you have this perfectionist attitude and that was that was me, I was like that. I always felt like that I would I was never good enough um, and I went through that as well. And the thing was that uh, it actually uh, created a lot of problems for me throughout throughout my sport, especially from my, my tennis career and so on, that I uh, didn't live up to what I ideally wanted to live up to because I never thought I was good enough, right? So that's what that perfectionist thing uh, made me feel that I was never good enough and I gave myself a really hard time and the way I spoke to myself and so on. So um, just I want you to make sure that, you know, if you are going through that perfectionism thing, just do the best you can right now and then if it's not working then start working on ways in which you can improve because you can only do the best that you can do right now and if you make a mistake remember it's just feedback learn from the feedback and then you keep working on improving it okay so oh they were pretty heavy ones those ones but you know what we need to we need to be always working on ourselves and that's always my mission for you is to make sure that you keep working on yourself because that's what I do for me and I believe that in order for you to really get what you want in your life and the success that you want and it doesn't matter whatever the success is you got to keep working on yourself right you got to keep improving yourself because you want a better life in order to have a better life you've got to start working on the way you think when you start working on the way you think, it'll change the way you feel and you'll get better results. So I love, uh, I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard in the Daily Tiff. Um, remember, come and join the Reach Your Potential with Tiff Facebook group because I'd love to see you there. And uh, I've just started this. Um, I want you to reach out and ask questions. So if you're having something and you want me to answer a question for you, reach out and ask me. I will share um, the answer out on. I won't. If you want me to keep your um, name anonymous, that's fine. I will do that. Um, just let me know. But I will share with um, on the podcast the answer to that question if you pose a question to me if you've got friends that you know would benefit from these episodes i'd love it if you could share with your friends these episodes because we want to build build the reach of potential with tiff community as big as we possibly can and i want you to go out there dream big believe in you go after your dreams have an awesome 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 weekend and uh take care and talk soon bye-bye athletes and entrepreneurs or if you're just someone who just wants so much more out of your life are you working so hard you put the effort and the time in but you're just not seeing any results you think that you have to work even harder because that's the saying the harder you work the luckier you get but you're working harder but why isn't it working for you It's not working because you have not set up the foundations you must have in place. You have not set up the systems you must have in place. You have not set up the habits you must have in place. Without the foundations, without the systems, and without the habits, you will continually struggle. You will continually get frustrated. You will continually get burnt out. You will doubt yourself and contemplate giving up. This is why I've set up the First Bounce coaching program. 
You'll work with me and together we will create your plan to achieve your ultimate dream step by step. We will create the ultimate belief and confidence you need to achieve your ultimate dream. We'll create the success systems and habits to achieve your ultimate dream. The systems and the habits you must have for the foundation of success. If you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you are just done with how life is and you want so much more, go to tiffany-mika.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, click on the first bounce coaching program. This is the foundational program to success. Fill out the application form, then you'll receive a free strategy call from me to see if you are a good fit for the First Bounce Coaching Program. I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.